I agree. Yeah, he's got an interesting look to his face. Sports. Really entertaining. Sports. Cause physical exertion. Sports. Everyone's feeling good. Sports. I knew I was missing a great sporting event. Lambo. Lambo. All right, well, welcome back to Make Room for Sports. Uh, you're home for intermittently correct sports analysis. It's Simon Barrett here with me. I have uh, Dave Dominique. Full can of yerba mate and a beer and a water. Excellent. And uh, Mikhail Britt. I got some Gatorade here. I'm trying out a new low-calorie Gatorade. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything, but that, but that, yeah. that's, that's, um, that's good. Thank you. Um, and uh, we kicked Mike off the podcast again. Uh, but then we remembered that he is uh, represents twenty five to seventy percent of our sports knowledge at any given moment. <laughs> um, so he's back on as a guest. Uh, why did we kick you off this week? I forget. This Mike. week it was because uh, first of all, hi guys, I missed you. Uh, it's been a long week. Um, you kicked <laughs> really me off. I back. kicked. I suspended yeah. myself preemptively last night because instead of watching March Madness, I watched a documentary about a Vermont farmer. Um, yeah, that was the worst. It was but, really, yeah, okay. it's a wonderful film, but I, it was not the right choice. And I was saying, if you consider the insects to be the defense, it's the sport. Yeah, yeah. Farming? Yeah. He's trying mm. to he's trying to grow um, produce or whatever he's trying to grow, and the insects are trying to stop him. It's like basically basketball. For the record, it's called Peter and the Farm. I hardly will. Um... So the first thing up on our on our outline what is a new new segment called a uh, zingers we missed. Zingers we missed. Zingers we missed. Zingers we missed. Uh, where we get to explain the jokes we wanted to make that we thought of in advance prior to doing the podcast and then forgot when we actually started doing the podcast. This is mostly for you because it's um, well, I have one, but I know that like every week you're full of regret about all the zingers that you missed. Well, yes, I am, and I and other regrets as well. Like a big part of what makes other. Sports commentary is great is not just, um, you know, informed topical analysis, but also uh, witty analysis. So, um, you know, uh, I missed a big window uh, when Kent State lost. I was going to say I haven't seen this many Kent State students massacred since May 4th, 1970. Uh-huh. I'd like to get that one back. Uh, um, wait, you, solid, yep. solid riff. You, solid, solid singer. You made that singer and you want to take it back or you didn't make it and you want to put it in? He did make no, it, but he might want to take it back next week. That's correct. Made it, yes. Having made it this yes. Week. Yeah, that's 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 a new one. Uh, Tom Brady's jersey was found in Mexico. No wonder he wants to build that wall, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Wait. Uh, yeah. Wait. wait. Uh, all right. Wait, wait. All right. Stick with. Because we want to keep the jersey in Mexico. Because we don't want it here. No, because the person who stole it took it there, and if there'd been. If the, as long as they didn't originate from there, the fence would have prevented them from taking it there. Wait, did someone scratcher. someone really stole yeah. his jersey? I thought that was a movie that we mm-hmm. pitched. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> a member of the international media uh, stole it, and they found. I think they found him on video like last week, right? That's the surprising thing about sports is how much of it feels like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, so the person that stole his jersey was found, like because yeah. he was wearing it? Uh, actually. I'm really regretting not having looked up any more details. I didn't realize my zinger... First of all, I was expecting kind of a bit more laughter. <laughs> uh, I actually had scripted in here a uh, pause for two and a half minutes for laughter. Um, but it didn't 
last that long, so I'm kind of uh, struggling here now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know any information about this at all, other than that it was found in Mexico, and uh, he's like Trump's buddy. That's all I got. Uh, oh, I wrote down uh, Duke's lost two cocks, uh, <laughs> and in parentheses, um, opportunity for good zinger. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't get good. to that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's not really fully formed, but I think it still counts because I also forgot to say it last week when it happened. Right, right, right. Yeah. The one that I missed that I wanted to come back to is uh, we were talking about the uh, University of Rhode Island, URI, right? And uh, oh, yeah, Simon yeah. said that I, it made him think of um, UTI, and I wanted to say that their mascot is a glass of cranberry juice. Oh, that's really, that's a solid zinger. Yeah. And like, really, right, wait, so. uh, really sadly, <laughs> pathetically, if you listen back to last week, I played it back so I could write the description and like you can hear for like five solid minutes I'm trying to get that zinger in. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just talking over you. <laughs> and so I was like playing the episode back alone in my apartment at like two in the morning that night and it was it was like really depressing to hear how pathetic I'd become. Uh, and you couldn't, well, that's why we kind of gave you this pep talk this week about being a little more aggressive and getting some of those zingers in there. Yeah. Yeah, we're all equal partners on this podcast, and now that there's four of us, um, you know, we we have a complete uh, deadlock in our democratic decisions. Right. So all of us should just uh, shout our zingers at the top of our lungs, and whoever's <laughs> the loudest gets through. Uh, Mikkel, uh, did you want to do your song now, or do you want to wait, or should we save that for, like, the end? Oh, man. Uh, you're the host. Host? Well, my feeling is we're in the midst of March Madness. <laughs> Like, March Madness is upon us, and you wrote a song about that, and I would like to hear it. All right. Well, a little background is um, there's a song that's been playing. I'm not totally prepared here, so Mike, lock, Mike, you can step in if you want. There's a song for the last 30 years. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to ask me how to pronounce my last name for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lock, whatever it is. I, don't know. I, got, I wasn't sure if I'm supposed to say your last name on air. <laughs> I, I say it every week. My, for my last name, it's on, on the show, I go by the first name of your baby for my last name. Okay, Mike. Oh, that, Mike. that reminds me. I need to add Dave to the description of this thing on iTunes. No, nah, I'm good. Uh, uh, no, I, I, need, I need to. <laughs> um, I didn't say I should. Okay. <laughs> okay. And when you need something, that's, that's, that's something you can't kind of argue against. All right. Uh, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Mike's last name is all over this show. Okay, so anyway, he sent me an email, and it's, um, it had the music they play at the end of every NCAA. I think this song is called One Shining Moment. And it, coincidentally, it's written by a guy named David Barrett. So, Simon, you might be related to this guy. Holy fucking shit. This is like Dave and my love child <laughs> from an alternate dimension. Yeah. So this guy... Really hot. <laughs> Probably a really hot bro. Yeah. He, uh, All right. Sorry. <laughs> go on. He, uh... <laughs> This guy finished. Well, do you laugh at that, but not my zingers? I can't. I don't. All right, go on. Sorry. Sorry. I forget what game he finished watching, but he was finished watching a game, and he was in a bar, and he said the song just came to him, and um, he wrote it on a napkin, and he had a friend who was a journalist, and he gave him the song, and they gave it to NBC, and next thing you know, <laughs> they're playing his song for the next thirty years. But different people have covered it, like Luther Vandross, and I think like um, what's that guy? Uh, Macklemore. No, Tom Waits, the rapper Drake. that the guy that had a band would put a bandaid on his face. Oh, uh, Nelly, Nelly, maybe, yeah, that was Nelly. Maybe Nelly, yeah, tried to do it. Nelly, Nelly definitely wore a bandaid on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So they've had this same song, and the, to be honest, the song's kind of crap. Ah, um, and so I thought I should write a new song that maybe they could play at the end of the NCAA. 
So they've been playing the previous song for 30 years, but it's not good. They try to update it. Yeah, I mean, they've updated yeah. it over the years. So yeah. I was inspired last week when we were talking about why NCAA is so exciting. It's because they're college. They're like, they're not, they've never been on the big stage before. So they're a little nervous. They're intimidated by the crowd. And I tried to write about the perspective of somebody who's like um, kind of nervous. They don't want to mess okay. up. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's see how it sounds. I don't know how it's going to sound for you guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, how's that sound? It doesn't sound good on my iPhone. <laughs> how about? Uh, how about? Let's just make pretend you guys just heard it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. Guys, guys, come on! Don't don't ruin this. Okay. Okay. You can edit it out. Okay. Oh, I see. Sorry, guys. I'm ruining this. Oh, boy. No, no. I, I think this is this is okay, good. Go. This is like ready because the song is about someone who's nervous to be on the big stage. I was going like right yeah, when you were describing oh. that. I kind of I wanted to interject, but I didn't want to make you more nervous. I am the guy who's nervous on the big stage. Holy shit! Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. And this is the go, biggest guys. of Here's stages. Don't drop the ball. Better not miss. Courage to try to block the tallest dude. Better get that rebound. Don't slip. Don't do anything silly. Yeah. Better not miss, even if a three-pointer. Better not miss, especially if it's a layup. And you're all alone on a fast break and nobody around. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Don't drop the ball, 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 don't miss the shot. All of America is watching Don't miss the shot This is your big moment This could define your entire future Don't drop the ball And if you get the pass Better not slip through your fingers And if you pass the ball to somebody It better be a good pass And if you shoot a free throw You better sink it You better sink both of them Cause if you don't Oh man, it'll be bad. Are you even paying attention to the coach? Are you listening? Or are you lost in your head, lost in your thoughts? Don't drop the Don't drop the ball, 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 don't drop the ball. The coach will yell at you in the locker room at halftime In front of all of your teammates The coach, the coach will yell at you in the locker room at halftime He'll be so mad, he'll be red in the face He'll be one inch from your face He'll be spitting into your face And you'll be standing there trying not to cry Gross it's the second half, and the coach makes you sit on the bench with a towel over your head. He won't even let you drink the Gatorade. 
And everybody's laughing Looking at you on TV like Man, what happened to that fool? I can't believe he dropped the ball I can't believe he slipped and fell I can't believe he missed that easy shot And when the game is over None of your teammates will talk to you None of your teammates will even look at you Go home to your apartment Your girlfriend broke up with you And your parents, they won't even talk to you So don't drop the ball Don't drop the ball Don't make any mistakes America is watching, this is your moment You think you're big time, then prove it Don't drop the ball If somebody passes you the ball, don't drop it Don't let the other team steal the ball from you Don't miss the shot, maybe you could make up for it with defense Did you eat a good dinner last night? Or did you go out drinking? Did you get a good night's sleep? Are you taking this seriously? What did you eat last night? What did you have for breakfast? That's okay. So I, I didn't totally finish there, but that's where it ends. <laughs> Wait, I was, was wondering gonna, if it was just going to be the entire. It was going to be. It was going to be longer. <laughs> it has. It has one more part where it's just talking about how the coach is going to yell at you. I mean, that's like. I feel like the the point about the coach yelling at you was covered by previous lyrics. It was, but I just um, want to bring it back for like the final like encore. Well, big headline: uh, the NCAA definitely has a new so- song. This is definitely a new anthem, just by virtue of its specificity. No, um, but it definitely will also make all of the players like really um, obsessive. Were you able and, just... and neurotic? <laughs> so you guys are able to understand all the lyrics. I just want to. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we. I think we. Yeah. Don't drop the ball. Yeah. I mean, Story of a young basketball player who, who drops the ball, and then the coach yells at him in the locker room at halftime, and then he has got to sit on the bench, and then none of his. No. No. We. We got it. Yeah. We heard the <laughs> yeah, song. We heard like, the lyrics. It's like uh, Mikel's. It said the, it's like said the Mikel's musical rendition of the Book of Job, but about basketball players. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. he said the. Yeah. The don't drop the ball thing like a hundred million times. Yeah. And, all right. Well, that's look. Hook, I like it that's all. That's the hook. I mean, okay. it's obviously a hit. Like, there's no like a, question about the fact. That yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a banger. A yeah, um, it might be a little long. Is my only concern. Uh, I um, was wondering how long the original March Madness song might be. Well, that's one thing you don't know, Simon, is the original song is 45 minutes. So <laughs> okay. Mikel's really exploring that kind of terrain. Is it one of these things like "God Bless America" where they just normally don't sing like the overtly racist parts? <laughs> Okay, well, that was a sincere question, but you just laughed at it. Well, anyway, um, hey, March Madness, fellas. Uh, Mikhail, uh, Mikhail kind of got us all in the spirit with his, uh, with his banger. Uh, Mike, I liked it earlier this week when you meant to text banger and instead you text bagger. Oh, did I? I didn't, I mean, even, I didn't yeah, even notice. That made me laugh. No. I, that was like the highlight of my week. Um, but I, you know, I have a kind of sad life. I, really, I feel like I messed up the beginning of the show. I feel like really bad right now. No, 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 no! You did not drop the ball. You're not. <laughs> you're not sitting on the bench, being denied Gatorade right feel- now. But I think if I was your coach right now, what I'd be saying to you is like, let's move on. <laughs> like, like we still have a lot of the game left to play. Yeah, and, and like you just got to keep going. It's first quarter. This is the first quarter. 
It, well, it's the fr- we're we're in the second quarter technically, but yeah. Okay. Um, CBS. Uh, C- yes, yeah, CBS is the. Yeah. No, we said that. Oh, like, and I was NBC. saying NBC. Yeah, <laughs> I think I see how this problem occurred. Uh, Just take, take a deep breath, man. Just take a deep breath. Terrible. <laughs> um, all right, so March Madness, guys. Don't drop the ball. And, uh, who? What games did? Uh, what games did we watch this week? I, I'm. Our bracket is a, is a disaster for me because I picked. Um, I picked Duke to win for a kind of emotional reason, which is. Um, that I uh, I was rooting against them, but every single time I watched them play, they won. So it was kind of like um, a poor observation, uh, like a poor scientific process, which is I watched them to see if Grayson Allen would trip anyone, and then they would win. And so I was like, oh, this based on my observed evidence of two games, this team wins 100% of their games. Um, <laughs> therefore, they're unbeatable. I was wrong. They got beat. Uh, I don't think we talked about it last week because we were too busy talking about other things because we were really excited about March Madness. But we've had some time to calm down. We've had some time to look at uh, look at it kind of from a distance because um, it was like so furious for a while. There was like sports on literally all the time. And now if, there's technically sports on all the time, but it's like downhill skiing and stuff like that. Basketball is only on on the weekends. Yeah, there is, there's something beautiful about those first couple days where you feel like if you wanted to watch 12 hours of hoops, you can. I think I did. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. On, like, one of the first of days. Of course you that, did. Yeah, of course you did. Well, because the bracket was really exciting for a little while because I thought there was a chance that I might not, uh, like, lose terribly, but I did lose. Um, Dave, you watched... Uh, so the the game last night was uh, University of Kentucky versus UCLA. Uh, uh, am I me? Yeah, no, that's that's true. Um, that's true. And that was, that was a pretty cool matchup because... Um, Three of the top ten NBA uh, prospects from uh, from the nation, from college hoops, were in that game. Um, inclu- How do you get that information? Uh, just Google um, NBA 2017 draft predictions or something like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So the NBA is not like open about it. They're not like this is who we're looking at. Just everyone kind of knows because they're really good at playing basketball. Yeah, it's like a, a, a sort of consensus develops about this. Can you name um, some of them? Who are they? Yeah. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, well, so um, Lonzo Ball is uh, yeah. is widely predicted to be a uh, a top three pick. Of course, the son of Levar Ball and the and the brother of uh, Lamelo and Leangelo Ball. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also just want to say that um, this happened like a month ago, but the little brother of that trio is uh, Lamelo, and he's a sophomore in high school right now, and he scored ninety two points in a game. <laughs> last month um they all go to chino hills high school or well we two go, of them do now we should we should go to a game simon we really should yeah actually i'm down for that let's That'd do it awesome. like we can we can root him on now that now that we know a little bit of background i can be like emotionally invested in the game it's it takes a lot yeah, it's really cool because um so last year all three of them played on the same team because uh uh lonzo is just a freshman so he was a senior last year and Lamelo was a was a freshman um and uh, and the second brother, the middle one, Leangelo, um, is uh, two years older than Lamelo. Damn. So Lian- Leangelo is known as Jello Ball, um, <laughs> which is really funny because he's actually like like pretty husky. He's like a, he's like a big guy, and um, and the dad thinks that he's actually going to be like the greatest scorer in NBA history, the the middle one, Je- Jello Ball, because he can like post up and play down low and also shoots three pointers. Um, they all have like ridiculous range, obviously. So I'm I'm pretty obsessed with this family. What did the dad do? 
The dad was like a, so the dad was like kind of okay in junior college <laughs> at uh-huh. basketball, and then um, when he moved up to, I don't know if he was on a Division One team, but he averaged two point two points per game um, when he was in uh, at the next level of college, right. and so he's been widely ridiculed because he keeps saying that, like he says, he could have beat Michael Jordan one on one in his prime, in his prime, and like all these absurd. <laughs> Oh, that he uh, himself could have. I thought he said that about one of his sons. No, he was talking about himself. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's... I mean, even even I don't think that about myself. <laughs> he's a pretty ridiculous uh-huh. guy. But so anyway, uh, the other two guys in that game were Malik Monk and uh, De'Aaron Fox, who are pretty electrifying dudes. Those guys are both on Kentucky. And uh, Kentucky, of course, won that game by like 11 points, um, which is great because maybe now we can all stop uh, talking about LeVar Ball for just a little bit. Um... But uh, Malik Monk is is pretty electrifying. Actually, De'Aaron Fox is is probably to, just to my eye, De'Aaron Fox looks like an NBA superstar. But I mean, who knows how the skills translate? Um, but Malik Monk is also pretty electrifying. He's just like a really he's like a streaky shooter. Um, like he's had all these runs where he's just scored a ridiculous amount of points in very short I, amounts I of time. S- what is that? I saw that word streaky reading about him. What does that mean? It means like kind of inconsistent and unreliable but when they get going like uh, among the among the best he's on fire remember that from uh nba jam the video game yeah uh-huh yeah he's and, he's that kind of shooter yeah, and, and also when my apartment building burned down <laughs> that was kind of a i have negative associations sorry sorry that. simon and uh, uh just the other guy that i'm tracking who uh is in this top 10 who's like a pretty exciting dude is josh jackson on kansas and he looks really good. Um, and they also won. So, yeah. Lonzo, am I right that Lonzo Ball looks really old? Like, you see one of these guys that at any age always looked like he was 10 years older? Yeah, or he looks like a man a, out of time? He looks like an old guy from the 70s. I agree. Yeah, he's got an interesting look to his face. Yeah. He looks different he than his like brothers, too. Hey, my, um, so my following the women's tournament. Uh, my predictions are even worse than in the men's tournament um, in that the Washington Huskies lost to Mississippi State. Oh, uh, oh, that's yeah. not good. I had them going Kelsey deep. Plum? Yeah. yeah. Yep, Kelsey Plum. Yeah. Well, Mississippi State is a great team. I mean, they're they're really quick and fun and fast to watch. Like, they're just really fun to watch. They're very quick. Um, and so, yeah, I was just watching. My heart's kind of not in it anymore. I was just watching uh, South Carolina play like Quint- Quinnipiac. Is that a place? I saw yeah. it was something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's where the polls come from. Exactly. Yeah, it's in Connecticut, I think. Yeah. I don't think it's in Poland, Mike. <laughs> that's, a, that's a zinger you're going to wish you missed. Yeah, you're going to regret that. Yeah, that's going to be a regret. Mm, don't think so. That's a pretty good one. Anyway, it'll, it'll, it'll be good. So what? where are we with March Madness? Who's the who's the hated eight? Um, in, <laughs> it's like... You want to hear it? Gonzaga. It's Gonz- yeah, go ahead. It's Gonzaga, Kansas, University of North Carolina... Uh, Oregon, University of Kentucky, Oregon, Xavier, Xavier. This sounds right. Yeah, uh, Florida's Florida. in there. South Carolina. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Florida and South Carolina. I really That's the rest. I think uh, oh. didn't count on them to win. So it's a lot of like. Yeah, Florida beat Wisconsin by one point yesterday in overtime. And Wisconsin was only involved because they beat. Well, they upset uh, Villanova in like the upset Villanova. Of yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is why we kicked Mike off the previous week. Right. Oh, um, yeah. Can you guys just next time that comes up, can you give me a trigger warning just so I know? <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry. Good. We'll, Mikhail will have to create a sound effect. For that. <laughs> what comes up when we talk about Mike being 
kicked off. Yeah. Kicked off the podcast and he gets upset. Oh, so he can or just mention um, like Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, I guess I just feel like um, so far this this NCAA tournament is a little kind of disappointing in that if you just picked like if you just picked your choices based like solely on seeding, with with only a couple exceptions like the Villanova upset. You'd be pretty. You'd be doing pretty good. Well, what yeah. about Xavier, seated number eleven? How how are they doing so well? Well, that's where that's where my theory runs out. But I would say sixty percent of what I just said is correct. <laughs> what can we say about yeah, Xavier? Do like that? How have they gone so far? How have they gone so far? Well, well, they're one of those uh, teams that has always been exactly good enough to every so often make a run. Um, they're sort of in the position that Gonzaga has been in for. Uh, like 15 years, but they're just not quite as far along. They're like a smaller school that isn't quite the like recruiting powerhouse of the other teams. But they're always, to my mind, they're like they're always in the tournament. They're always kind of close to being good. I would say that it's a combination of heart and uh, good old fashioned basketball skills <laughs> is what's kind of got them it's to this point. Pretty kind of controversial, but okay. That's my analysis. Yeah. Um, what are our plays of the week, guys? We normally we start off with that, so like the listeners are probably like freaking out right now. Well, I think Britt did um, his. That was his play. His play of the week. That's <laughs> the uh, the song. Like, play, was him like, hitting play. play my song. <laughs> I was hitting play of the week. Hit. That's also my play of the week. <laughs> so let's. So all right. So let's. Uh, I'm just uh, oh, shit. Oh, uh, Mike, do you have a play of the week? Um. I watched that. I watched the Devin Booker game this afternoon. Where, oh, all right. Well, I uh, play the week. <laughs> I guess I want. I well, I'm just. I don't know. I I wanted to say that. Um, yeah, it, seemed, it was it was a little bit boring actually. Oh. Did anybody else watch it yet? No. No. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking. I read about. that it was kind of. Yeah, I read that it was kind of bullshit. Well, there's some controversy because the Suns started like fouling and calling timeouts in the final couple of minutes to get him as many shots as possible. Oh, um, but yeah, mainly it was just, I, I kind of thought, I don't know, I've, I've seen a bunch of those like historic 70-point games or 60-point games, uh, and usually there's some sense of like great fanfare, but this one was, it was kind of a bummer. Like it was just a guy scoring a lot of points. They lost by like 15. Most of the game they were down by more than 20. Wait, I don't the, know. the team with the guy that scored 70 points lost? Yeah, they lost by a lot. Oh, wow. And he was yeah. being guarded by someone who's probably like 11 inches shorter than him, right? Isn't he a point guard? So he's probably being guarded by uh, Isaiah for some of that time. Did they just mess up? Did they just assign the wrong person to him? Well, I don't oh, know right. anything about that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, they playing know. the Celtics. Then. Is, 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 is Devin Booker a point guard? He well, he might be. I'm 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 like I could not be more ignorant about this whole situation. Yeah, um, he's, he's frankly, I, I like, didn't think I was going to go first. I'm not prepared. Okay. <laughs> all, all, all I know is Devin Booker's um, too young to buy beer. He's That's twenty. Yeah, he'll he's be he'll be twenty one in October. Yeah. So. Do you think his play is going to fall apart when he's allowed to drink? I'll really start <laughs> drinking, and yeah, he'll probably become an alcoholic, and he'll probably. Yeah, probably I just hope the first time he, he tastes alcohol, he does it in like a really responsible way. Yeah, yeah in a safe environment. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's really nice. Um. Well, well, we're you know we're struggling here. We're we're struggling with our plays of the week. This is a this is a uphill battle. I've got a play of the week. Oh, I have yeah. one too, by the way. I have a, I have one. Oh, good. Do you okay. want to go first? Well, sure, sure, sure. I like how your voice got really chipper. 
Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, no, let's, 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 let's up the energy do, level here. Let's do the whole podcast <laughs> like that. I like this. This is good. Yeah, all right. I just took like a big Whoa. gulp of yerba mate and my heart is kind of racing and I'm ready to like kick it up a notch. All right, yeah, I'm all into right, it. I'm into right. it. I'm into it. Okay. Second half, second let's half, guys. Let's do this. Let's make a run. All right, so mine was about... Um, Streaky podcast. Um, <laughs> Zach Showalter's, uh, he hit that three-pointer to uh, tie the game against Florida. Is There's a Wisconsin versus Florida uh, NCAA game. You guys mm-hmm. with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wait, is that what is that basketball? It's, bas- it's yes. a basketball game. Okay. Three pointer is a type of shot you can make. Okay. Say yeah. And, uh, Zach Show. On, it's on TV. It was on TV, or you could have attended it live. Is this like a call um, and response thing? Like we should be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, after each line. <laughs> so, it was just really cool because uh, Zach Show Walter hit a very improbable three pointer, ties it up. They go into overtime. And then Florida, this guy Chris uh, Chioza, or I can't pronounce his last name, he hit an even more unlikely three-pointer at the buzzer to win the game. So it was just like two very uh, exciting three-pointers in a short amount of time. And I I practically, um, you know, I wanted to say shit my pants, but that's not, I don't like to say that. So I practically um, got excited. Yeah, that's all better. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's that sounds pretty exciting. Uh, and uh, Dave, Wait, uh, Dave I, what was your? Did anyone see that game? You guys have been texting about March Madness nonstop. I think that's the one none of us watched. <laughs> I think I watched a bit of it. I just, you know, I just that's didn't the hook only me, one you know? I watched. I was watching well, the see, farm the farm documentary. Oh, yeah. I didn't pick either of those teams to get as far as they've gotten in my bracket, so I'm emotionally uninvested. I'm, I like really approach basketball from a very selfish kind of place. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to continue with my uh, my theme of plays of the week that involve people laying flat on their backs. Ah, great. It expands each time. Originally, it was just death. Then it was dreaming. like comas, unconsciousness. Okay. Right, and now it's now it's just people lying down. Okay, yeah. all right, it's getting more cheerful. Good. So uh, my play of the week is like the the recent flare up in uh, in NBA fighting. Because there were there were ah. there were quite a few fights last week. I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, Still one. Which one did you know about? The Steph Curry one, which was yes. barely, which wasn't even really a fight, but that that was the weakest of the three fights. Yeah. Um, but was notable because it was Steph Curry. Um, Steph Curry like going after a guy whose name I only I only heard of because of that. Um, I think his name is Samaj Kristen. Um, but it was also kind of notable because it, you know it was it was the Warriors versus the Thunder. And there was right. so much hoopla leading up to that about the bad blood between Steph Curry and Russ Westbrook and just, uh, you know, Russ Westbrook versus the Warriors in general. Um, you call him was, Russ? Yeah, Russ Westbrook. Oh, yeah. But it's like yeah. you know him. Nice. Yeah, the shirt that I have him is kind of mistitled, but they called the shirt Russy Stardust. Um, <laughs> but it's not, it, it doesn't really make sense because it's actually the Aladdin Sane uh, paint on his face. Anyhow, um, but it was kind of cool because it oh, it got really close actually to Curry and Westbrook fighting because Westbrook was like right there, and then Draymond kind of ran in and it got really close to like Draymond and Westbrook fighting, so that was interesting. But it was the weakest of the three fights. Um, the second best fight of the week was Sergi Baca versus Robin Lopez, and I guess I guess you guys didn't see that. That was a big oh. one. Though. I saw I saw that one. Yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty intense because you've got two guys who are like you know six ten or so, um, and they were they were really pissed at each other. Like um, 
I don't know exactly what happened. One of them got elbowed and the other one like smacked the basketball out of his hand. Um, and then Robin Lopez like threw a haymaker. Like he really tried to knock uh, Ibaka out. Yeah, he looks just, like a caveman. He has a total caveman face. Yeah, Robin Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's got he's got the hair. He's got like the uh, like the bang bang hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he barely missed. If you see the replay, like, and if he had connected on that, I think Ibaka would have would have been knocked out. Um, and then Ibaka yeah. like returned it and took like also like a huge right-handed swing at him, and he caught him a little bit. He caught like the side of his cheek, and they both got thrown out. It's a pretty it's a pretty badass. Like as far as NBA fights go, I mean, which is a low bar. Um, it's a pretty badass fight. Yeah, they used to fight a lot. Like in the '90s, there were fights all the time. Now, you know, that's hardly any fights anymore. Or before yeah. that, in the in the uh, '70s, I keep always wanting to talk about the punch, the classic punch between um, what's the Mar, the guy who's a coach. Uh, <laughs> um, does he wear a bandaid on his face? Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. No, no. Um, you, a classic punch. Yeah, yeah. Classic punch. It's, is it Rudy Rudy Tom Janovich? Okay, he punched uh, somebody. Kermit Kermit Washington of the Lakers punched him and like destroyed his face. Like it was after that, like the whole fighting, like fighting in the NBA was kind of played up, like it wasn't hockey. And then after this, uh. like basically uh, Rudy Tom Janovich was like running full steam because there was a different fight happening, and he was running to help his teammate. So he's running as fast as he can, and then Kermit Washington was just reacting, didn't even look, just turned around and punched. So the combination of, of his punch and, and the guy running, like, like broke, like destroyed his face, like almost killed him. Um, and it mm-hmm. ruined, it kind of ruined both of their, like, or it changed their lives forever. Um, they never played the same. Kermit Washington became, like, he was like really villainized as like a thug and he's actually like a really smart nice guy i think he has a degree in like psychology now and he felt terrible cuz he got like um you know labeled like uh you know just like a violent person which he wasn't and tom janovich could never play the same he went on though to to, to coach and i think um was a successful coach like i think he coached the championship rockets in the yeah, 90s yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I think I was going to say I think he coached like some championship teams. Hakeem Olajuwon's uh, back-to-back titles I think were his yeah, under him. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um but that 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 moment like changed the the way they uh, viewed fighting in the NBA after that because it was just like they realized people could have like serious damage done. Um huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching it now. It's it's vicious. Really? Yeah, like yeah. the way the way to describe it is like his like his he just like his face just got like every bone in his face broke like really gruesome kind of. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, the podcast is a little bit of a bummer this week, I guess. When yeah. it comes down to- well, I've been thinking about why I'm I'm I mean I'm kind of realizing I'm a little bummed out this week just because I'm I've kind of don't have a way to emotionally engage with what's happening in sports right now um, because I was so invested in my brackets and my brackets are so. Uh, bad um, that I don't know who to root for, but I feel like next week I'll have like come up with like some new opinions about who's in the best eight mm-hmm. of these tournaments, and then I'll be like much more engaged. Right? Because I was looking at my plays. I wrote down like Colin Colin Kaepernick's bringing food, like bringing food to Somalia, uh, and that's good. Or the Sudan. I actually don't have it written down. Oh. 
one of them is one of those places. He brought he brought food to somebody. Yeah, and that's really good. I think that should be a play of the week. <laughs> that is, you um, need something positive like that. Yeah, and that's and and yeah, and we were talking about how like there's been a lot of news kind of lately about how like no team has really um, signed him, and and it might be because of his politics. And so I, you know, I I think that should be our play of the week because I, I I like him a lot. I'd sign him. Um, I'd sign him to this podcast. I'd sign him to this podcast too. Um, but you know, but I think uh, you know, even the even like the article I read, which is like, why won't anyone sign Colin Kaepernick? Was kind of like. He's better than like the bottom third of quarterbacks, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's not um, that's not such a positive thing to say." Uh, Dave, I'm sorry. Um, to, I know you have more fights oh, to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, Dave had another fight. Yeah, we don't leave two thirds of the fights. Uh, so wait, I want to ask real quick: Do we think? I was going to ask like, do you think Westbrook could beat Curry in a fight? But that's obvious. <laughs> do you think there's anyone in the NBA that Steph Curry could beat in a fight? <laughs> Maybe his brother. His brother looks pretty soft. I think he might also be able to beat either of the dudes in my third fight in a fight i'm interested yeah so my third fight which was like clearly the fight of the week um was uh jj berea versus blake griffin and and uh jj berea who's like three feet tall like knocked blake griffin to the ground um and you should should google that it's 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 really funny because jj berea is tiny um (laughs) So wasn't I'm he think- mad because uh, Blake Griffin flopped or something? Or what was he mad about? Well, I think I think he's mad because he says that Blake Griffin flopped in their fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you see him like walking off the court after he's ejected, and he's like laughing at him, like like JJ Barea is like cracking up. Um, but there's some pretty cool still photos <laughs> of JJ Barea. Um, punching Blake Griffin that make it seem like kind of believable um, that Blake Griffin went down. But I'm going to say that if J.J. Barea can knock down Blake Griffin with a fight, then probably Steph Curry can beat Blake Griffin in a fight. And I think mostly everyone else in the NBA can probably beat J.J. Barea in a fight. Huh. But isn't Blake... Who was it on... What? Oh, go on. I, was just, I thought Blake, Blake Griffin seems like... Uh, he doesn't seem like he's easy to beat in a fight. I didn't know, Blake uh, Griffin punch the like? Didn't he break his hand on the equipment? Yeah, that's what face? I was just about to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was like his friend. Yeah, he like he like was out last season. He was out anyway for some like knee injury, and then yep. during during that, he punched his friend in the face and really embarrassingly like broke a, a knuckle. Yep, right. Um, while like leaving his friend relatively unharmed. So, uh, and I think that is Blake Griffin. Right? It is. Yeah. 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 So that so that's particularly kind of funny um, <laughs> overall, and that has like really tarnished Blake yeah. Griffin's trajectory and his his, his career, um, like being out for that long last season. Yeah, just like there were already character questions about Blake Griffin and about the Clippers in general, and that kind of really illustrated everyone's a, like skepticism about him. Like being a guy that would like punch your best friend in the face, and his friend was not his friend is like a like like more than a foot shorter than him. Like Blake, Blake Griffin's yeah. like six like, ten, like and his friend was not even a big guy. Well, speaking, yeah, I mean, I, I that was kind of when I, uh, you know, stopped wearing my Blake Griffin jersey out, <laughs> um, you know. But I, so, did you guys just see that, uh, like, Knicks player Joaquin Noah is suspended for twenty games? No, oh, for, for for drugs. Well, I didn't I read. Sent the you article. guys a link to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah what oh, are really? The, oh, what are the, okay. What are the drugs? Well, that's the weird thing. It's like an over-the-counter uh, nutritional supplement. Yep, uh, it is kind of strange. And they say that it, it, in, with the new the new contract or the new uh, players union agreement, like that 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 substance will probably 
probably be legal, but what? Yeah. What's yeah. what's yeah? I mean, what substance is it? What's it called? It's some like weird. I'll look it up. It's some weird like. Te- I mean, it made it sound like he's just taking like creatine or something. Right. Um, it didn't sound like um that big uh that big a deal. Oh, sorry, I'm getting uh, ads. He's now. got those really far apart eyes, and he has a beautiful sister. Well, that was that got positive quick. Thanks, Mikhail. Um, it doesn't even say. Uh, it it like no one can even explain why why this guy. Like like none of the articles I'm reading actually even mention what it is. Does he seem mad um, about it, or is he he seems like a pretty chill dude? Like he's probably well. That's what I was going to ask. Like twenty games seems like a, a tremendous amount. Um, are they like, like, the are the Bulls even going to make the playoffs, Dave? I forget where they are. Well, this is the uh, he's on the Knicks now. His mom was oh that's uh, right he got traded. Okay, his mom was Miss Sweden, nineteen seventy eight. FYI, um, uh, uh, and his dad was a professional tennis player. Um, Noah, I mean, Noah's really kind of been irrelevant for a few years now. It's, it's, he's a really mysterious case because Joachim Noah, about four years ago, was a top five MVP candidate, and he had a really steep drop-off. It's, it's kind of huh. strange. I don't know exactly what happened to that guy. He's just um, really cool, though. He's got a cool name. He's, like, cool-looking. He's mysterious. And but... he's, he's an energizer bunny. He works really hard on the court. He was on Florida. Uh, the Gators. Yeah, he won back. He won back-to-back championships. That was when mm-hmm. I was in school there. Yeah. Oh, re- oh. yeah. The, oh. the answer to what he actually got cited for is, uh, yeah, just as disappointing as I thought it'd be. It's selective androgen receptor modulator LGD four zero three three. The substance known as SARMs has similar properties to anabolic agents, but the lack of steroid-related side effects. Right. So, it sounds like something everyone should be. Yeah, taking. can we get some? I want some. Uh, I'm I need some. Um, new play of the week. There are uh, squirrels uh, fornicating right outside my window on a tree branch. <laughs> oh, film it. Can you uh, film it? And, and, I'm, and, and they must be about like 30 feet in the air, so it's like kind of dangerous. I can film oh, it. I'll do that, that for is, you. You should let them know. It's, maybe you should put like a, a, a trampoline or a blanket beneath them. <laughs> or there's a warning sign on on the tree. That... Here, you can get 84 caps of SARMs uh, for 70 bucks. Wow. And then that seems yeah, we should go in. become a professional in. athlete after that. How shredded do you think we can get as a podcast? If we just start t- popping SARMs. <laughs> I want some SARMs. We'll get so ripped. But like, we don't, podcasters, we just need like, we just need our mouths to work really. We just need ripped mouths. <laughs> no, you can tell. You can tell when you're listening, and I think our listeners can tell that that they're listening to four shredded girls <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, because you, it's like the way the muscles affect your diaphragm when you speak. They can tell, like, like how uh, how kind of cut we are, how much definition we have in our shoulders. Yeah, they can tell yeah. that. Oh, see, so yeah, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know who that was. Yes. <laughs> but I was very impressed. It wasn't me. I, I, well, I knew. It Do wasn't. we think that Steph Curry could beat uh, Chandler Parsons in a fight? Who's Chandler Parsons? He's the yeah, best I think looking. He's the handsome white boy. Hmm. I don't know. I, 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 how tall is he? He's pretty tall. tall. Yeah, he's tall. Are we still doing the yeah. thing where Mikel guesses the um, the signs of various NBA players? Did we ever do that? <laughs> yeah, well, we got, <laughs> well we I did it. I I did it. My. <laughs> we don't Isn't always do that. that what now. the whole show is. <laughs> I don't think I don't recall. Uh, I don't recall that ever happening before. And I and by the way, I don't think it sounds like a good idea. Um, I think it sounds um, like a great idea, Mikael. What do you think the sign I, Chandler Parsons okay. is? Uh, I don't know him that well, but I would feel I'm feeling like maybe like a Libra. 
Libra, nice. Yeah, like he's balancing the scales. What yeah. is he? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, guys. What he is is probably the most overpaid player in the NBA. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I'll tell, you, we, I'll tell you what sign that is. is. Oh. Yeah, someone look it up. Someone look up his birthday. We can figure this out easily. October 25th. Should we just shut this down and try again tomorrow? <laughs> no, no, no. You There's might no. Be right, Mikel. He might be a Libra, October 25th. Uh, he is. I don't know. I don't know. He's a Scorpio. All right. I sent the video of the squirrels to the group. Oh, great. Okay. All right. Uh, hey guys, I think we need to we need to move on. Wait. <laughs> is... You sent you sent the squirrels a video of themselves having sex? No. Oh my god. Uh. God damn it. There's going to be a lot of editing wow. needed on this one. No, this, is, wow. this is good. What I sign are the squirrels, did, do you think? Yeah, if Dave, if Dave <laughs> sent up, a video dude. of the squirrels to the squirrels, that could be like illegal. Can that could Google be yeah. That's like bestiality. Well, you're kink shaming a squirrel, and that's actually like definitely breaking two or three laws. <laughs> right. Um, like, definitely that's, not, definitely that's not allowed in Virginia. Uh, Dude, Mikhail, I was are super you, close with him being a Lib- Libra's end on October 22nd, and he yeah. was born October 25th, so I was pretty close. That's amazing. It, yeah, you happen to mention like my sign. That's the only month I know of would be uh, Libra's October. That's why I knew that. I want yeah. you to so know. we're amazed that Mikhail guessed his sign wrongly. Well, he was well, close. That's close. I've only, only I've t- only guessed twice in my life. The first one I got right, second one I came close. I don't even remember the first one. I so I'm just gonna have to take your word for this. I guess it was over. Uh, it was over text. I want to say that Chandler Parsons is averaging six points per game and getting paid twenty two million dollars <laughs> for for the year. Oh. Uh, well, because yeah. he's handsome and people like him. Is that it? And he has one record. No, he has he he has an NBA record for like most three pointers in a in a quarter or something. No, that's yeah, Clay Thompson probably. I can't see that. No. maybe he has um he has some record that. Is unusual that like he has it. It seems like this is right. He has a three pointers record on January twenty fourth, twenty fourteen. Parsons set an NBA record for three pointers made in a half when he hit ten in the second half of uh, the Rockets eighty seven eighty eight loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. Learning about sports as the listeners learn. I like it. I think that's called streaky. Wait, I actually did want to say really quickly that I do genuinely think Steph Curry could beat Andrew Bogut in a fight, even (laughs) if he was uninjured. Because Steph Curry's really small and graceful, and he could just get out of the way while Andrew Bogut like consistently hurts himself with his like flailing limbs. I'm a little bit concerned so, that your pronunciation of his name is normalizing. Yeah, what happened, Simon? Am I saying it correctly now? It's like getting closer. Say it again. Can you say it? <laughs> Andrew Bogut. Oh, no, that's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, can we? T- <laughs> I'm 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 terrified by the thing that the outline is telling me to move on to. What is it? It's. It's Mikhail's top talk, top three hot toddy <laughs> and his other sundry ruminations. Uh, this is our Rondo special report by Mikhail. This is our uh, return to the high five, hot five, and hot five, high five. To be five. clear, we have every reason to believe that this is at least a 35-minute segment that Mikhail's about to start. No, no. Let's just... Okay, so Mikhail... I'll do it quick. I'll do it quick. But you... All right, you ready? No. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what... Okay, well, should we talk about something else while you get ready? Um, okay. I, I, like, we could talk about the NBA MVP race, because that's something, that was something that came up where, like, Steph Curry, uh, you know, I mean, it's always journalists, like, kind of, I think, um, trying to get sound bites out of people that will generate some controversy and, and clicks, but the 
the recent it happened like a week ago where Steph Curry was kind of outright asked if he would pick uh, Russell Westbrook as MVP um, if it wasn't someone on the Warriors, and he kind of was like, no, because I feel like he should, have, you know, an MVP should have a winning team. And I kind of thought that was like I see both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave and I, Dave and I got into this a little bit. It's like on one hand, you know, he he is scoring kind of statistically better than any other player, but it is like if your team can't rally around you and win a championship, are you the MVP? I think about that a lot during these podcasts. Because I'm doing... I don't think you have to be on a winning... No, I don't think so. I'm going to say no. Well, historically, how does it work, Dave? Is usually the MVP on a winning team? Usually, yeah. Um, And I want to say that uh, Russell Westbrook is on a winning team, but his team is... um, They're like a 7th or 8th seed. They're they're, they're a pretty mediocre team. Um, okay. This year, but they're like uh, win- their overall record. You mean is more wins than losses? Is that what you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Okay. Um, well, I think um, this is a really interesting NBA season because there are a number of things happening that have never happened before, um, including our podcast, in- including our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, or 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 things that are just extremely unusual. Um, for example, name, name them, yeah. Well, so of course, Russell Westbrook is having a historic season because um, he's threatening to become the first player since Oscar Robertson to average a triple double for the entire season, which is just um, absolutely remarkable. Um, but James Harden, who many people see as his competitor in the MVP race, his primary competitor, um, just did just completed something I think yesterday that no one has done since like 1972 which is that um, this season he has scored over 2,000 points and has over 800 assists. He's the first player in like 35 years to do that, which is incredible. How does he do that? How, like- so how, how are we getting, yeah, people are getting so much better at basketball like every year. Something is kind of what you're saying, or maybe just the usage rate of of like the best players on certain teams is going up. So these guys just have their 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 hands on the ball for an inordinate amount of time. Um, what's interesting is that like Michael Jordan, even though he had the ball a lot, obviously, also was really good without the ball. Um, but I don't really think of and Steph Curry, for example, is a player who's really good without the ball. Um, he's doing a lot of he's just running around a lot. Um, and Dr- Draymond Green is sometimes running the offense, and he's not, even though he's the point guard. Um, but I don't think really James Harden and Russell Westbrook thrive without the ball. They basically need right. to have the ball in their hands. Um, but uh, but the MVP race is really interesting because there there are two other guys in it who are pretty much equally deserving. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James could, in any other year, um, could easily be MVPs, like really solid, strong MVPs. I've been learning a lot about basketball from watching uh, the anime series Kuroko's Basketball. And I'm interested in how, like, when players get better, they talked about how, like, Shaq was so kind of formidable that they had to change rules against, like, uh, fouling him um, in terms of, like, they, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is actually true because I'm getting it from a Japanese animated uh, show. But they talked about how, like, Shaquille O'Neal was so kind of formidable at charging the basket that that they kind of had to make it more, like, they had to make the foul rules less stringent Mm -hmm. um, because it was just ending every game. Um, Is that true? Do we know? Well, yeah, because of of Hackashack. Yeah, 
Yeah, so they kind of, yeah, because it was ruining every game, they, like, yeah, because people would foul him because he couldn't make foul shots. So now, like, they're more lenient about fouls overall? Well, they, they've changed some rules about, about the way that, that fouling works towards the end of the game because it was happening last year as well with DeAndre Jordan, um, mm -hmm. who I think is an even worse foul shooter than Shaq probably ever was, uh, Clippers center. Um, mm -hmm. So they've changed some rules. Uh, Mike, do you know what, 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 what the change was? I think it's that the you can't foul someone unless they're in a certain proximity to the ball, maybe. Because it used to be that uh, they would just like foul DeAndre Jordan, like on the opposite side of the court, just to stop the like stop the clock and could put him on the line. Yeah, you could just uh, grab him uh, like anywhere yeah. on the court. Yeah. It might be proximity. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that would make true. sense. Yep. All right, that's um, Mikhail, Are you? But, are you? Are you? Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say that's sort of. It, it's also. I think you're. You're right, Simon. It's like the history of the NBA is like. Um, the rules having to adapt to, for the most part, um, like sudden appearances of players um, who like can't be stopped for basic like skill reasons. So like Will Chamberlain, I think, isn't Will Chamberlain the reason there's a three-second rule, Dave? I think that's uh, right. And they also yeah. made dunking illegal when Will Chamberlain. Oh, because of yeah, college, um, he could just dunk every time down there, and so they made it illegal to dunk. They, they made it. Um, they called it goaltending. Right, couldn't actually right, like right. touch the rim um, on offense. Right. Oh wow! And, and, but then I didn't know that. I think and then they changed it because they realized it was boring. Or um. Oh no! I was thinking of something else. They temporarily um. It was back in the day. They uh, made a like, I think dribbling. <laughs> they made dribbling illegal. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like the the, the the early history of basketball. <laughs> and then they realized that that it wasn't good for the game. Uh, can we get a fact what check they, on that? What did they yeah. substitute? Uh, what did they substitute for dribbling? You could just so like, like pass, you just had to pass. The, yeah, you just had to pass the ball. Um, huh? Like, I'll do like, I'll like, frisbee. I'll fact check myself yeah. on that. I think yeah. you're thinking of ultimate okay. frisbee. Well, don't fact check yourself because we need to finish out this episode uh, with your hot. So I'm ready for let's this. Just assume, I'm ready for it. Let's just assume that what you said was wrong, and let's move on. <laughs> Um, to your top talk, top three hot toddy, uh, which is, uh, again, a more succinct, truncated version <laughs> of the hot five, hot, high five, hot five. Um, Am I, I correct? Yeah, yeah. Your your microphone was like cutting in and out a little bit. Um, yeah. What is the, we do what we what's can. the three second rule, guys? I was just wondering. Actually, I want to know that too. The three second rule is that you can't be, um, if, you're on offense you can't be in the paint for more than three seconds so like that the painted box designated by the the foul line and then the the rectangle there under the basket oh you can't be in that for more than three seconds yeah, you that can't is just like hang out under the basket like cherry picking like waiting like can't be like seven foot two and just waiting for them to throw you the ball into the basket oh wow i had no idea and another example uh and i don't know if if this is less interesting but um another example given by the animated series croco's basketball is uh, tiger woods Apparently his drives were so long, like that they actually lengthened um, for like the PGA uh, finals. They actually lengthened for the first time ever uh, the distance between like the golfer and the hole initially because he was able to close distances in one swing that no one had ever done before. Um, so it, it was they had to kind of find ways to make it more competitive for him. Oh, wow. Uh, which I, I found that interesting. Mm, yeah. uh, I, I had no idea because I who the fuck could possibly give a shit about that. I want to say, but, um, I, I really wanted to watch, I want to watch uh, Kuroko no, no Basket, but um, I went on Crunchyroll and I tried and like I made an account or whatever 
and it was like, okay, watch 120 seconds of commercials. And I was like, what? Okay. And I did. And then it was like, now 120 seconds more of commercials. So I shut it off because I was like, I'm not going to just sit here watching commercials. Yeah, it's a glitchy site. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work uh, often that well. I I actually subscribe so that I can get all the anime my heart desires. I see. Um, but uh, but yeah, I can probably give you my account uh, name and password. Ooh, on the air? No. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll we'll table this one. We'll table this one uh, for for later. But I'll I'll make sure because uh, it's really important that you guys start watching. Uh, I mean, because also by the way, once I dug into the world of uh, sports themed anime, there's all kinds of good shows. There's another basketball series called Slam Dunk. Uh, there's a bas- there's a baseball series called Ace of the Diamond, and there's a ping pong series called Ping Pong. Oh wow! And and I'm gonna get into all those, uh, and I'm gonna learn a lot about sports. And I'm actually probably gonna end up knowing more than you guys. I just want to like say, I almost yeah, did this episode. If anyone is actually still listening to this, um, maybe Mike's mom. Um, on next episode, <laughs> to get you to come back, we're gonna we're gonna give Simon's information at the end of the episode, at the end of next week's episode. Next week's episode, <laughs> yeah, gotta keep. And listening. by information, we mean all of his information, like all his passwords <laughs> for every <laughs> the details of his uh, account. Um, like the location of all of his family, like all of his information. Well, we're gonna upload some I mean, of his I, like scripts in progress. We're gonna it's gonna be wild. That's probably a good way to tell if anyone's actually listening or not. It's like if I if I'm still alive by like episode right. seven sixteen. You have any money <laughs> in your account? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't log into Crunchyroll and watch my anime because like a hundred different people are trying to use my account. Right. We'll be like Simon. The good news is we have listeners. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that actually would be a silver lining, um, or maybe not. Uh, Macau. Yes. Let's 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 close out this episode strong. It's the fourth quarter, um, three minutes left. Um, let, let's let's finish it out. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what your what you've got for us. Yeah, let's pull a Reggie Miller sports the mess sports a information. But, oh, good. Uh, I'm actually gonna go. Uh, I'm just adding this in right now to start it off. Um, oh boy. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Basketball. Uh, was invented <laughs> based on basketball was once invented. Basketball. <laughs> number two. Uh, number one. All right. Basketball is based on a game called Duck on a Rock, if you didn't know that. <laughs> um, Fact check. Which is, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a medieval game where you would um, put a large stone on top of another even larger stone or, or, or like a tree stump, and then one person had to guard the rock while other people um, – they would have to try to um, throw rocks, I think, or yeah, they would try to knock, uh, knock the, the large. Right. The large stone was the duck. They try to knock that duck off by throwing rocks at it, and one person had to guard it. And then if whoever got it off, they'd switch. And so Doctor uh, Naismith, who invented bas- modern basketball, um, I forget why he had to invent. Um, he was asked to invent a game or something for. He was a <laughs> PE teacher, I think. <laughs> And, okay. <laughs> um, and so he was remembering playing duck on a rock as a kid, and that's how he invented basketball. <laughs> I mean, duck on a rock sounds. It sounds like guarding and duck on a rock is like incredibly dangerous. It is. Yeah, it's very dangerous because you're throwing rocks at somebody. You are literally intercepting rocks. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the guard. Yeah. So he did. Uh, I, I will say that this is one of the few cases historically of a sport being improved. Yeah. Over time, because yeah. yeah, like when he made up his game, he used a soccer ball instead of a rocks. Because yeah, if we did okay, so that, did basketball with rocks would not be a good sport, probably. 
Well, and if and if yeah, and if the thing you were aiming at was just another rock, yeah. Um, at a certain point, it just becomes throwing rocks at rocks. Well, and, that's why yeah. you know medieval times they didn't have that much stuff; they just had rocks, pretty much. So, got to be creative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like a BC comic. Um, anyway, so that was that, okay. So that was the first one. That yeah, was one. and and as a side note to number one, um, it's true that they had to use peach. Um, they th- were throwing the ball into peach uh, boxes. Which yeah. then was very annoying because every time the ball went in, someone had to climb a ladder to get the ball out, and that slowed the game down. And it took them a while before they realized to uh, put nets up so that the ball would actually go through. I don't know why they, they didn't, didn't just take t- the bottom off of the box. I don't know. Can I add? Well, I, I f- actually feel like I wish it was still played that way. But go on. I want yeah. to add a side note that uh, I googled this to fact check it, and it seems true. And ESPN published a thing about it um, about 10 years ago, and I'm excited because on the side of it, this is in the web archive online, web.archive.org, um, so that the, the ESPN headlines on the right are not current. Um, so on the side, it's like, more NBA headlines, and it says, Durant's career-high 35, hand Sonic's first home win. It makes me nostalgic for the Seattle Supersonics, who uh, yeah. were the predecessor yeah. to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I think Durant had one season there, and then they moved to Oklahoma City. And it's also yeah. kind of it's it's very it's kind of precious to see that at that time Durant's career high was thirty five because <laughs> he can do that like any night of, of the week now. Yes, I wonder why they were peach boxes. Uh, they they were baskets, weren't they? They weren't boxes. Maybe well, that's they're it. like baskets made out of wood. So yeah, and there was box. no backboard. No. Huh. All right. Well. Okay. So 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 that's one. That's number one. <laughs> I could go number on, but two. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there. Number two, so a lot of people ask themselves what came first, right? Gatorade or sports? Um, wow, yep. a, lot, well, a lot of people, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've always wondered because if sports came first, then what were people drinking if they were dehydrated, right? <laughs> they were all yeah. That's why so many early athletes um, died. Like the mortality rate was so high. Yep, that's, almost so, every athlete in the old days used to die. Yes. I'm gonna say Gatorade. Yeah. They, Prior to now, yeah. They drank too much water. Actually, one of the early Gatorade commercials is this mother saying to uh, her son, that's your fifth glass of water. Don't swallow any more of that until you get cooled off because um, he was just down in water because he was hot. And then they invented Gatorade and the kid could mow the lawn and drink Gatorade. So um, some of the early – first of all, Gatorade formulated in a lab by four doctors in 1965 – Everything you've heard about it's true, about how it was made for the Florida Gators. <laughs> um, now, the original prototypes tasted like uh, seawater. It was too salty, and some of the players who tried it threw up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Robert Cades, his wife, he's like the main inventor. His wife was the one who suggested putting some lemon juice into it, and that's when Gatorade was born. Originally sold in a can, like an aluminum can. Um, then it was sold in a glass bottle and now today it's sold as we know it in the plastic bottle Um, so they introduced Gatorade to the Florida Gators and then they go on um, and they win their first Orange Bowl title and uh, when they beat Georgia Tech the coach said well why why did we lose well we didn't have Gatorade that made the difference that was the quote from the Georgia Tech coach why wow, did they pay him to say that? No, I mean, that's a- no, he just said it. He just said it. Well, 
You know what? Actually, I would say that too because I wouldn't want to be like I'm a bad coach. Is actually why. Yeah. Oh, that's um, true. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had like a secret substance that I couldn't beat. So then um, Ray Graves, who was the Florida Gators coach, he uh, he suggested to the Kansas City Chiefs that they use Gatorade, and then that year, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So hmm. Gatorade was like, I don't know if it was luck or whatever, but it took off. Um, in 1983, it became the official sports drink of the NFL. Um, in 1985, the Gatorade Sports Science Institute was founded in Illinois, where they conduct scientific research around Gatorade. You know, I think Gatorade has more calories than Coke. Than like it, a- it, yeah. it does. Gatorade is worse than soda. Yeah, it's wor- it's really bad for you. you should if you're not if you're not like like sweating a ton, right? You you shouldn't drink it. Yeah, that's what yeah scientists say. Like it's okay, but if you're not a professional athlete, you shouldn't drink that much of it. I mean, isn't yeah. it just that they're just adding like a little bit of salt to a sugary drink? So that's what they're calling electrolytes. Uh yeah, <laughs> I think and, so. I mean, <laughs> like like Mikhail said, it was seawater until they added lemon to it. Yeah, like it took um, four doctors to realize they just put a little salt in water. Yeah, I think th- I think there's some truth to that. But yeah. uh, Gatorade's also the official sports drink of the NBA, the AVP, which I don't know what that is, and the PGA, and baseball, and soccer. And they invented this thing. Uh oh, they invented something called Gids, the Gatorade in-car drinking system, which is a hundred ounces in a three-quart thing. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> AVP, by the way, Mikhail stands for Alien versus Predator. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm going to finish up with number three right of the Gatorade top three topsy-turvy uh, hot toddy. Um, <laughs> I like that. Wait, so you didn't you didn't finish that one, but actually, yeah, yes, Dave, I agree, that's fine. Dave cut me off. You told yeah. me you were, okay. you, it was your idea to have a shot clock. It's a good idea. Okay. It is a good idea. Well, yeah. Just to make sure that you don't feel that, you know, I, I don't mean no, to hurt I, your feelings. Okay, good. No, I, I feel relieved because I was feeling nervous. Like, I have so much more to say. How am I going to do it? So... <laughs> Thanks. Well, Thank I guess I guess just, I guess I have a just morbid curiosity. How much more did you have to say? <laughs> yeah, and and was there an eventual point? There, well, no. I was just giving you the history of Gatorade. Okay, I do, I do feel we got that. Okay, okay. On, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, number three is the 1904 Olympics because um, a lot of people were dehydrated. Um, they had a marathon. It was 90 degrees. It was on a dirt road with lots of dust. There's a couple of things that are interesting about this marathon. The winner, most notably, the most interesting thing is the winner, um, whose name is Thomas Hicks. He like almost died. Uh, they gave him. They thought that if they gave him strychnine, which is you know is like a rat poison, yeah. um, it stimulates the nervous system. And they gave him strychnine and brandy and then raw eggs. What? And by the time he finished the race, he was like hallucinating and literally almost dead. And they carried him over the line with him like <laughs> they carried him over the finish line so he's in the air and he's just like moving his feet like shuffling his feet in the air <laughs> oh my god but the judges decided that that was acceptable and they gave him the gold medal what? um there's another guy though um this this jerk named fred lors who dropped out of the race because he was tired then he saw a car and he hopped on the car, and he rode on the car for a bit, hopped off, and then finished in first place. And everyone hailed him as the winner until they realized what he did. And then he said that he was just doing—he was just joking around. Yeah, he was just kidding. I remember reading about this. Yeah. But, um, 
they said no they banned him uh well they banned him for life but then the next year they lifted the ban (laughs) oh it's like the podcast and me yeah (laughs) there's also Um, a guy in the race from san francisco who ran it uh he he just had a pair oh wait no um (laughs) (laughs) no Oh, here's I really want to know what it takes for a self-edit to occur in one of these segments. <laughs> oh. Like, what just, was it what, that you couldn't bring yourself to say? <laughs> he's just what? What? Where was this marathon anyway? This was uh, in St. Louis, Simon. Okay. Um, and um, no, this one guy just drank a lot of dust and got really sick. William Garcia. He There's dust. a dust. Or <laughs> he inhaled it, and he inhaled a lot of dust. There was uh, two. This was the first time that two. Africans were allowed to compete. They got chased by a bunch of uh, wild dogs, but they still finished. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's and then there's another guy who ran um, in. He just had a pair of pants that he cut into shorts, and he ran the race. And then he started eating some apples that he on the side of the road because he's hungry. Um, and the rat, uh, apples were rotten, and he got really sick, bad stomach cramps. Uh, but he still finished in fourth place, and um, wait, I thought the Hicks guy finished in fourth place, or did he? He win? won. Oh, he won. Yeah, he got first. So, your so the story uh, is about a guy who won a marathon, even though he didn't finish it, and he became uh, like basically kind of unconscious. He did finish, but he was he did finish it. He was carried over the finish line, though, uh, because he could no longer function. And this is a metaphor for this episode of this podcast uh, in some ways that you're about to reveal. Yeah, well, that, like, they could only have a water break at the halfway at the 11 mark, the mile mark. And that's kind of like this podcast. Like, there's only a water break once halfway through. And um, that's, <laughs> that's, true. that's why my mouth is so dry. All right, and you've been drinking zero calorie Gatorade this whole time, which is probably like destroying. I actually, uh, your I'm, I'm going to take my first sip right now. Um, I just want to. say... Okay, well, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, Dave, what are you going to say, Dave? Oh, just because it sounded, it just sounded. Uh, it was a weird note when the part about the wild dogs, but I fact checked it, and uh, yeah, there's a guy named named Len Tao, a uh, South African participant in that marathon. And he was chased a full mile off the course by wild dogs, according to the Smithsonian Magazine. Yeah. Which, if they'd, if they'd, yeah, I mean, the fact that they chased him off the course is the only problem. If they, if, if everyone was chased by wild dogs in a marathon, it would actually be great for the participants. He still, and he <laughs> um, still finished. Yeah. Yeah. You came, you said he came in fourth. Um, I don't know if he came in fourth, but. All right. Well, that's our episode. Oh, last thing. Rajan Rondo, a big reveal. He loves roller skating. That's his favorite hobby. He's really good at it. You could you can YouTube videos of him roller skating. Uh, Old fashioned roller skating. That's right. Tune Uh, back in at the end of next episode. All of Simon's information. I was actually just going to say that I went roller skating recently. You did? Um, Yeah, yeah, just a couple weeks ago. But it's not a good story. Where? Uh, uh, In Columbia, Missouri, Uh, uh, my hometown. Like with who? Uh, it was like a friend, a uh, few friends, like a a guy, uh, Nate Truesdale, who worked on uh, Your Next. Um, he was like our set decorator on Your Next. Uh, he he wanted to have like a party, I think like a birthday party or something at a roller skating rink. Wow. Um, and I can't roller skate worth like a fucking shit. Did you hold hands? 
Uh, I did at certain times hold hands with people. Can I ask how old so Nate they, is? Um, I think he's older than me. I think he's um, I think I would say he's like in his early forties. Wow, what was what were the like the demographics like the the age demographics of of the other people at the rink? Uh, they were all mostly in their thirties. Um, okay. Yeah, it was it was it was like they kept the rink open for this party. Oh, like he rented it out like pr- a private kind of roller skating rink and um and yeah, the point is um I learned that I have not uh randomly gotten better in the last 30 years since the last time I roller skated of not roller skating. Dave and I um, used to I, spend a lot of our weekends at a place called Hot Skates when we were like 12 maybe or 13. Something like that. Maybe even a little younger, yeah. Yeah. I got then, really good at uh go ahead. I was gonna say and also Whitey Fords, the batting range. Oh yeah. Right nearby. Mm-hmm. And then the cemetery that was right across the street. So we'd bounce in between like the hot skates, the batting range, and the cemetery. And the best thing about Whitey Fords is that they had these tokens that you'd so Whitey Fords was a batting cage and they had tokens that you had to purchase in order to go in there and like take swings or whatever. And those tokens happened to be <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same size as a dollar coin. So I don't know who figured it out, but we brought those. It, it was junior high, yeah. Now I remember because we brought those tokens to our junior high, and like filled the entire vending machine with these Whitey <laughs> Ford's tokens, and like emptied the, the vending machine because uh, you get a dollar credit, but the tokens only cost a quarter. How did we figure that out? I don't know, but it was basically we were able to like quadruple the value of of a quarter with these tokens. Um, and at the time, like everyone was really into eating Andy Cap's hot fries. Um, and, it, and, we, and I remember thinking, like, we're going to get rich off of this. Like, we could buy just like, infinite <laughs> right. amounts of hot fries yeah. and then, like, resell them. Because, like, I didn't, I didn't realize people were going to, like, collect those coins. And then, yeah, like, a week later, the, the machine wasn't accepting dollar coins anymore. Yeah. Were Andy Cap's hot fries named after the alcoholic uh, comic strip character, Andy Cap? Yeah, they were. I don't know. Was that only, like, a New York thing? I, I've, I've never encountered Andy Cap's. Hot fries. I just am familiar with the name Andy Cap yeah. from from his uh, his very kind of sad life in the comics. I'm the opposite. I never encountered uh, the character Andy Cap and only knew about the hot fries. But I'm looking right now, and yeah, that's the guy on the bag of hot fries. He's a sad character if you delve deeply into his uh, into his actual life. He, just drinks, uh, he drinks a lot, right? Yeah, he's got a real drinking problem, <laughs> and he beats his wife. Oh, that part's not good. Uh, no, it's definitely one of the, it's definitely a comic. Uh, that's uh, of its time in a certain way. Yeah, I'm looking at um, so the first four images of Andy Cap in Google Image Search. Uh, he's got like obviously an alcoholic beverage, and the fifth image is him like yeah, like physically fighting with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yet it well, was like a, it was like a Sunday comics comic strip for a long time. Well, no, it was uh, it was a week. It was week. It was daily. Oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, there were the Sunday ones. Obviously, he'd he'd um, he'd beat his wife longer. <laughs> Uh, in the Sunday comics, uh, in the Sunday panels, but um, but yeah, it was every day he would uh, get drunk and beat his wife in the in the funny pages. Oh man, uh, that's great! Yeah. Uh, the, in the eleventh photo on Google Images, he's giving his wife a sweet kiss, and she seems to appreciate it. Oh well, yeah, that's how abusive relationships work. Right, he says he's yeah. sorry, and she believes him, and yeah. Oh yeah. man, why did why <laughs> did they put that guy on a bag of hot fries? Guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you win some, you lose some. Uh, I think we should wrap the episode <laughs> so we're, up what here. What are you saying that we did a bad episode? Is it my fault, guys? Mike, he's trying to cut our losses. I know, but I want to talk about is it, if it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you literally wrote an entire song about not feeling that way. 
And can't you like take the message of your own song and we just say like, look, it was a good episode. It was a great episode. Um, but it's like 82 minutes right now. Like, like I won't oh. watch a film that long. Oh man. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It is. Jesus. <laughs> that. What did we yeah. talk about well, for 82 minutes? This, this happened. For 80, <laughs> what's happening right now and I, happened I cut, for 82 I minutes. Two thirds of the material out of the outline. <laughs> and Mike, you haven't even yeah. talked for like the last half hour. Well, <laughs> you've just been quiet. Yeah. So yeah, which I'm not saying. Yeah, no. I mean, I think you've been doing everything you can. To I'm trying to talk a lot because Mike's mom dissed, totally dissed me. <laughs> My mom didn't diss you. <laughs> this must be. This is how. This must be how Steph Curry how, has felt all season. Right. Because I was actually right. wondering, like earlier this week, like, do we just think our thing has good flow because we're listening to ourselves, or you know, is there actually anything like good about what we're doing and. I feel like this by, by negative example actually shows that we we do have good flows most of the time. <laughs> is there anything? Wait, so is there anything good about what we're doing? We're saying yes, right? Like today? Y- yeah. We're saying sometimes today. Today. Wait, can I just we're, can I confirm that the episode <laughs> is over at this point? Are we now? Are we? Just, no, we haven't ended it yet. <laughs> God, <laughs> I want it to be over. Okay, <laughs> then it's over. <laughs> it's over right now. Really entertaining. Cause physical exertion. Everyone's feeling good. I knew I was missing a great sporting event. Lamo. Lamo.